take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. I've been hanging by myself, asking for help, but nothing seems to work on you. Yeah. Greetings, brothers and sisters. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Um, tonight in the chat, I hope you will all enjoy the show tonight that we are about to, um, you know, bring to you. And I hope you all just charm in and come in. And if you want to call in, you know, and talk, you know, it's it's all good. We're waiting for you all. You know, it's, it's going to be a great night, great Saturday night tonight. I hope you all have a beautiful day today, wherever you are. Um, it's, it's night now here in, in, in Accra. What time is it, Lance? Because um, I know it's, you know. It's um, 8.08. Yeah. You can take a minute or two. Yes. Yes. So. <laughs> so I know surprise that attack, Lily Fire up on the show. You're like, wait a second, where's Lance? But well, go yes, ahead, go yes, ahead. Yes, yes, yes. So wherever you are at, I know it's you know different time zone. So you know some 
some of our brothers and sisters are out doing their shopping, running around, doing things, whether cleaning the house or, you know, taking care of the children or grandma, grandpa, dad, or whoever, you know, are doing your self-care, taking care of yourself. I hope you're all doing that. You know, make sure y'all taking care of yourself. It's self-care, self-love. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Just want to give a shout out to all who are here, all who will be coming here. Master Glam, of course. My beautiful sister, Oyala. <laughs> Kay Levy, right? Michael Parks. Yes. Michael Parks. Kay Levy, again, I saw him again. I mentioned the name again, right? That's all we have in the chat. But um, I know more will come. This is a little early, but it is a Saturday, so have to say, and they know about the whole wire situation, right? We got our wires, y'all. We finally got it. <laughs> and the thing is, is that the day went so smooth because we were going to get up like really early and I was up pretty late and I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to get up, but I'm going to get up. But I, I slept till I woke up really pretty much. Mrs. Gerve, of course, was up early and we kind of flowed down to the place just effortlessly and you got to tell them the day went smooth. We went to a very, very busy area and I got some choice, just random street footage, but in a different area. And it was colorful. It was sunny. You can hear everything. You are going to feel feel just like you're there. You're going to feel just like you're there. I couldn't believe it. And the way I did it, I, I used some di different gadgets around the camera. And it was small. I had it in my hand. I'm like, okay, let's see how this comes out. It came out dope. I got to do this all the time. I love it, you know, because when they can see the camera, a lot of times they make faces, they yell out and scream and say things. I had it right in my hand just walking. You know, I, I kind of felt like a pervert, but I'm not, you know, because it's like I'm sneaking to do this thing. And I, I kind of feel, you know, creepy. But when Mr. Skirv is with me, it's like, okay, he's got a woman with him. But they think I'm, you know, one lady, and I didn't tell you before, sweetheart, she was like, oh, he's down here trying to videotape girls butts i'm like i felt so so low because it looked like that because <laughs> i had it low but i'm not trying and then they jump in front of you and accuse you of trying to i'm like oh god so we we did it good today and i gotta go down in that area and um, we both had to go in that area and get some good energetic footage it's a huge area we can zigzag for like two hours and get it you know so everything's good and um let me see what Michael Parks here said. At the ten, tender age of 52, I'm so bold and handsome. I'm like, let's get married, looking to find a beautiful spirit of woman to join. Two, it's 905 in the UK, London. Bless Lily, Fi, and Lance. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, at least you're putting it out there, right? That's a beautiful thing. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I, I hate to say wife material. Like, it's just like material sitting around that you scoop up. But I'm not going to say that. But we have a whole chat room here of women who are on the wife level. And, you know, I thought about that today when we were out there. My mind races in five different tracks. And I said, what is it that makes it so special? We have exceptional brothers here, but we have women here, exceptional women here who hold it down, who are of the highest quality, who, who you know, you, you better hang out here if you really, this is your best chance to get a wife hanging out in the landscape chat room. That's all I'll say. And even more than they're here. And they will be here. So, young ladies, if you hear this, well, you left out my name. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, no, Miss Tivasation, Hope Rice. You any way you slice it. Anyway, look, a uh, uh, mixed genre, faves. Come on. The knowledge that you all have, 
the business minds that you all have, the wisdom that you all have, I'm giving you your props straight up. Oh, word for real Mother's Day, right? Oh, wow. I, I should have, we should have made this, but you know what? We're going to do a quick little Mother's Day thing tomorrow. We got a few runs to make, but we're going to do that. But big up to the, to, to, I don't want to put my name on it. Like I'm the reason why, you, you, you know, your wife material, but those who are here, y'all got it going on. Yes. Y'all got it for real. Y'all got it going on. I love all of you. You, you know that I'm here. I couldn't wait to get up on here. And Mrs. Skirt was like, well, let's do something. I said, really? You coming too? Well, let's do this a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what you have to know, um, you know, I just want to say to the ladies, you know, uh, early uh, and every day is Mother's Day. Every day you are a mother and you are special. I'm telling you, we are really special and we are amazing. We do some amazing things. The thing about it to carry a child for nine months and and feel go through all the pain to, to bring that child into the world. We are amazing. We are powerful women and we need to know that. So I just want to big up all the mothers tonight. You know, I hope you are taking very good care of yourself and loving upon yourself because you are precious. You know, you are everything. And, you know, it's, it's you know, about the topic here that we are about to get into. Um, this this is so amazing because. Let me say one more thing. Even if you don't have a child. You're still the sisters here who have or have not. You still have the mothering spirit. And that's just as viable because lots of times there are many women who may not want children or may not be able to have them. But there's still mothers, those who have that spirit. Because I've seen that in real life. And just real quick, there's a young lady named Rhonda in New York City. When I used to drive the van, she used to ride my van sometime. She shared with me during one of the long trips that she was not able to have a child, but she worked in a daycare. And if you see the amount of children that she affected in their life and how they ran up to her. And, you know, there was a function and she invited me and a couple of other van drivers that she knows there. And when I was there, I said, look at the responses that you're getting. You can't tell me that you're not a mother. She broke down and cried tears of joy because she realized that because she was so caught up in having a child come out of her loins. But it's much more than that, because look at the mothers who plop these children out and don't care for them properly. Those are not mothers. You see, so I just want to clarify and say that, but we can move forward, sweetheart. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Um, on the topic that we are, you know, we are about to talk about and. You know, it's 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 so in this topic is so important because when when Brother Lance um, brought it up and we start talking, we we were sitting here and start talking about it, and it's it's for real because when I was growing up, you know, I see these older people that we, we grew up around, and they were married and together until the until you know how they say until death do us part. That's what happened with these people. Some of them was married for like 50 something years, all the children grown. They have grandchildren, great grandchildren. Some of them even have great, great grandchildren. And it's amazing, you know, how they take care of the family. I mean, most of the the mothers that I have known when they were older and the man was the one that go out and, you know, do everything and take care of everything. Now I know everything is different because things and time has changed, especially when you are not in a place like growing up in Jamaica, you know, and growing up in the country, that was a whole different thing because people in the country never rely on really about supermarket and all that stuff. 
whatever they grow in their farm, that's what they have at home. And everybody's satisfied with it. You know, some people raise their own chicken. You have your own goats or cow or whatever. And then, and then you can, you know, you can have whatever you want. And it's not like, like for me, for instance, growing up in the country in Jamaica, my, my dad and my mother was married before I was even, before I was even born. So, you know, I, th that's what I know, you know, and uh, honestly, I never hear my parents argue. I never, never hear them argue or anything. The, the only time I ever hear my mom and my, my mom say something to my dad is one day, because my, my parents, they didn't allow us to go to other people's home and bring home stuff like food and all the stuff, because they never want us to eat from anyone. So I remember um, one day, me and my sister, she's younger than me. And um, went to this lady house or neighbor house. She's my godmother, and I went there. And she gave me two hands of ripe banana. And my I never forget. My dad and my mom was sitting on the the veranda, or what you call the front porch, but we call it veranda. Um, <laughs> and and my dad saw me with the banana, and I was peeping because I know they don't allow that. And I was peeping, and I said to my sister, "Say, oh my dad, gonna get mad." And as, as to the people that my dad say, you, it said to me, you little rat, you bring it back, bring it back. You're not bring it in here. And, and I remember my mom said to him, said, don't do that. They, 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 the lady going to feel bad if they bring it back. And whatever my dad said, I'm going to whoop your little butt, you know, but I never hear my parents arguing, never hear they argue. And I, I grew up with all these older folks that I never see them and their wife or husband arguing and you know, and we used to, as little children, because we were around so much older people, and even though they have children, we were at their homes all the time, and we were running around with the other children. You never hear these people arguing and fussing. You always hear them laughing, sitting outdoor in their outdoor kitchen or outside on their barbecue. You have this concrete, where you concrete this place off, where it's called a barbecue that's what they call a barbecue and that's where you throw the chocolate the coffee when you go and get it from the field and put it there to dry and all that such a pimento and all that stuff and i always hear them laughing and talking and all that stuff and playing their little cards and domino and doing stuff together never hear the arguing and all this stuff but the way things is now so many, so many people are getting divorced. You don't, you don't see it like that anymore. It's, it's, it's different. It's different. And as me and Brother Lance was talking that those days, remember, um, if a guy dating, get dating a girl, they come and ask your dad, you know, they want to marry you. They come and ask your dad for you. But now no one do that anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. I know in Africa here, a lot of it, it's still happening here, you know, but man, everything changed. Everybody doing whatever they want to do. And, and without mentioning any names, we, we can still speak on the situation of what um, our, our friend that you spoke about, who's from Nigeria. Speak on that. You know who I'm talking about, right? No, you can talk on it, Lance. No, no, no. You because he was talking to you, so you could say it better. I'm about to jump in, though. Go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about him. No, he's from Nigeria, and he, he um he moves here, and um he was saying, telling me that 
you know, he got this girl pregnant here and he had to, he had to come up with a lot of money because the father said he have to marry the girl, get her pregnant, he have to marry her. And he have to come up with all this money to pay the girl parents and marry her and spend up all this money. He had to do it. Yeah. So, you know, in other in, in, in some countries like on the continent, it's a whole different thing when, when you go and get a girl pregnant. And you have some people will get away with it, you know, do little Kelly stuff and get away with stuff and don't own the child. But this guy, they know he was dating the daughter and all that stuff. So you know, it's 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 so different here in, in certain parts of Africa, how they do things. And I know when I was growing up, that's the way it used to be. And I know probably in America, a lot of people used to do it because you have a lot of guys who will still do that because you have a, some really nice guys out there, some humble guys that will really do it. You'll go to your parents and ask your parents for you. They'll do it, you know. And, and ladies, we have, we have to keep ourselves really nice and keep ourselves to ourselves and really take care of ourselves. Regardless if you had a child before and, and, and you find somebody in your life, you know, we have to know how to respect each other. We, know, we have to learn how to do it right. And, you know, it's so important when you grow up with parents that the father and the mother is in their home and they teach you and you see all these good values that they, they, they put there for you, put on the table right there for you, for you to see, you know, but a lot of that ain't happening anymore. It's so much fussing and fighting, you know, you didn't know the song with, it, with Bob Marley says, uh, is Bob Marley? No, it's not Bob Marley. It's Dennis Brown. It says, stop the fussing and the fighting brothers and sisters. Yes. We need to stop the fussing and the fighting and we need to really get ourselves together because you know, when, when it comes to a man and a woman, we really need to settle down and get ourselves together. If you see good value in this man or the man see good values in you, that you should get yourself together and try to work it out. But some of us, we run too fast. So if the least other thing happens, we start running and say, oh, we're going to get a divorce and stuff like that. The divorce rate is too high. And it's not only among us as African people are melanated people are whatever you black people, whatever you want to call yourself. I see it with the, the, the white race. I see it with the Hispanic race. The one them that I don't see it a lot with is like the Indians and the Chinese, but it, it is happening so much. It is bad. And you know, what happened to the old way? You know, what happened to that way of, of doing things? You know, why things cannot be like that? Why we have to be the way we are? I, I know we have to try to correct things. I know we go through a lot of stress. We go through a lot of things and a lot of pressure. Because even in the state, when you're in a foreign country like United States or Canada or the UK, and it's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure when it comes to bills and all this stuff. And a lot of times... It's, money is a problem because if you don't, if enough money ain't coming in to pay the bills and stuff like that, it costs a lot of conflict in the home. And, you know, we should really try to do things different because if, if we not, if no money ain't around anymore, what are we going to do? How are we going to manage? How are we going to, how are we going to learn to deal with things in our home? You know, when these problems show up on a daily basis, we have to know how to, to do these things, how to work together, you know, um, 
you know, put good example out there for our kids. As I say, as I say good values, so our children will see it. Let they grow up with with two parents in the home. And if something didn't work out and you have a child or two before you get married and stuff like that, we have to really put good values in our children. And so, you know, everyone could come together and get together as a family, you know, so we could do it right. You know, the for me, the old way is better because, as I say, I see people together for more than 50 years together, children grown, everybody come together. Sometimes you see, even when I was in Jamaica, you see the children grown and go away and they come back, come, come to visit and they have reunion with the, with the parents get together, they get older and they, they come and visit all the time, but the parents get older. So they do things with them. So everybody's together, everybody laughing, everybody happy, everybody leave, go home happy, parents still happy. You know, it's just a beautiful thing. It's amazing things. And these are things that we need to really work on. I'm telling you, we have a lot of work to do. We, there's, there's something that I know we as a people, African people, melanated people, black people, we have a lot of work to do and we need to get down and start putting in some work because you know what is some beautiful, amazing sisters out there and we are powerful and there is some nice guys out there, strong, powerful guys out there waiting to find a, a beautiful, amazing lady out there. So, you know, we have to start doing what we need to do as a people and sit down and have these conversations. Even before we get married, we, we have to start having deep conversation, you know, before we say, I do. <laughs> yes, brother, <laughs> oh. Like you said earlier, like so many people say, uh, till death do us part with many who are out here. It's until debt do us part. And I'm going to do a show with that title unless somebody steals it really quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, like I was saying in the chat room, the good words that I say is because you deserve it. You know, you deserve it. You know, you are it. It doesn't take me long to know. And um, like when you said, there's a lot of beautiful sisters out here who not just beautiful outside, but on the inside, half of them are here in the chat room. <laughs> Decent, hardworking, intelligent, spiritual, deep, deeply spiritual. Um, just, just all of those things, the warmth, the warmth. I feel it. I am emotionally attached to my sisters and brothers in this chat. Those who are here, not here, but the sisters, you have such regal, decent warmth. Like I tell many of the brothers, and we know I had my wild days, but, you know, in this day and age, I've come to realize and understand that there's more ways to love a woman. And I love you all. And I'm saying that in front of Mrs. Scurve. I ain't trying to get between your legs. I ain't that hung from way over here in West Africa <laughs> to reach over to America. <laughs> it's not about that. It's the vibe and the feeling. And I feel so much warmth when you're here chatting or when you're holding it down. Like today earlier for the show that I uploaded, you know, we were out getting our materials and stuff like that. And I, I peeked in on it um, on the phone. but didn't want to interrupt or anything like that. So, you know, I, I was, I was going to say something in the chat room, but I didn't want to like, act like I was standoffish, but, you know, we, we, were, we were busy. So I sent a message to Master Glam and I said, listen, 
you know, I'm not there. And I'm sorry I'm not there. I'm just doing my thing out here. And she's like, oh, we're just getting along just fine. And I love to hear that. It's like a father who is working the overnight shift or double shift and he wishes he can be home and he calls home and he hears the laughter in his home and that warms his heart. He wishes he was there now, but it warms his heart to see that everything is going along fine. So, you know, I take this platform very serious, put a lot of work into it and to see that it goes on beyond me like that brings warmth to my heart. It really, really does. It's not a thing where I need to be there. No, 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 no. I want to be there. But even when I'm there, I'm quiet and I'm in the background because I love to see the festivities going on. And that brings a lot of joy to my heart. And what, what kind of brought this up, we were looking at the, we, we were surfing through the internet. We were both eating and I was on the internet while I was eating as usual. And um, a Kevin Samuels video came up and, you know, the way he may deliver to some, it may sting, but Many under, understand the good things that he was trying to do and say after his death, his transition, people realize a lot. Now, I'm going to say it this way. You know, there was a lot that he did for clickbait and, and to get the controversy going and maybe speaking a little harsh. But what I took from that, this is not about him. This is a starting point, y'all, that I told Mrs. Scurve, if we had more men to be brutally honest in the communities and in the homes these days more as they were back 50, 60 years ago, we'd be better off. We'd be better off. There was a young lady that Kevin Samuels was speaking to, and he's like, listen, you say you don't want any more children. You say you want this man to make so much money and this, this, and that. So what if the man was faithful? You were married to him. He took care of you. He made sure everything was taken care of and you're pregnant now, but he made sure that you didn't want for anything. He kept the home up. He kept the bills paid. You knew that he loved you. She says, well, yeah, I might consider it that way. But see, not to throw off on the women, but there's a lot of our sisters out here who have such a low um, thought on who we are as black men. And yes, there are some dirty, low down, rotten black men out here. Yes but it's not all. And there's a lot of delusion out here from looking at social media and watching the TV shows. And a, a lot of us sisters think sometimes that, well, I'm going to step out to go to the store today and there's going to be a guy in a Lamborghini and he's going to have all this money. He's going to have a six pack and he's just going to, you know, look, come on now. What happened to building together? And this is why, and I forgot to get their names on the banner you see a younger version when they got married and you see them as they got older. That is not the norm right now. Now we know things happen. So for those who may be single mothers who are doing the damn thing, I applaud you. I applaud you. That's the way it's supposed to be if that's what happened. Because things don't always work out. We understand that. There's a multitude of reasons why things don't work out. But I think we as a community should move more toward that again. This whole thing about, I don't need no man. Well, you know, you don't want no rotten man in your life. But wouldn't it be much better if you had a loving, caring, responsible uh, a man who didn't put his hand on you, didn't put you down, didn't bring you no drama and no trauma. It was all about the home. Because like I say, Miss, uh, Mrs. Skurve is right here. If I get money, meaning working or other, something else, it's one big pot. I might say, listen, 
I need to keep $50 in my wallet because something is coming up that I need to pay for, or this is what I need to do. Or I'll say, listen, unless it's like a large amount or whatever, but most of the time, like, listen, sweetheart, I want to get this out of this and the rest goes, goes to the pot. It goes to the house. You understand? It's got to be that kind of uh, 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 cohesiveness because what most people describe as marriage today is, is nothing except just a lust fest. Like I always tell you about the guy when I was bouncing back when I was uh, uh, in corrections and, um, you know, you had a lot of well-built women there because they weaponized their bodies. Not all women do that, but some do in the game of dating and I'm going to get something out of him and he's going to try to hit me first. And I know he's trying to get. So before he get, I'm going to get my, you know, that whole game. And so she was very impressive in her physique. Okay. And the first thing this guy said, and I knew him, he was an inmate a couple of times in the jail that I worked in. I knew him kind of good. He said, oh, damn, Skirv, look at that girl's ass over there. I want to marry her. That's the problem. You see two booty cheeks and all you can think about is that. What is that going to do for you, man? Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Mrs. Skirv smacks my hand away every time. <laughs> but I'm happy. But what I'm saying is that we put too much weight on that. Look at these beautiful women in my chat room, man. All of them. And, and, and yes, the parts fit. But you can sit down and have a conversation. If you listen to them when they talk on the conference line, the kind of conversations going deep. Sometimes I'm right there. And I don't even want to mess it up and talk. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm learning so much. I could sit here and listen to that all day. But that ignorant woman in the club who 10 minutes after got into a vicious fight with another woman and the profanity. Oh, yeah, we all can cuss. But the way she is at the core, you saw it. And I'm like, this man said that he wanted to marry her. Look at that ass. I want to marry her. Does ass run home? Does it run a home? Does it bring wisdom to your children? Does it, does it, does it bring peace of mind when you're away out to work and you don't have to wonder if she's running around? Not that a woman has to be the only one cooking. Now, we know in this union, in the Scurve household, yeah, Lance, Lance will make a little something to survive if he had to, like when you were gone last year. <laughs> but you can whip it together quick, so you can do it. <laughs> I'm not lazy, but you can do it. That's your forte. And you know what? Mrs. Scurve, she has that too. So what am I missing? You see what I mean? And ladies out there, not I'm not speaking to those who are here. I'm speaking to those who are out in the world who are against a committed union, a long-term thing, because oftentimes, sometimes a woman who's married can become a widow or something just happened where he's not there anymore, but they had a good marriage and unfortunate things happen. But even after the unfortunate things happen, I've, speaking, I've spoken to many older women when I was young in their 60s and 70s and they missed their husbands and they, they had the right to remarry, I guess. But there was so much love between them that they said, no, no, I'm good. I'm keeping the home the same way. When you look up on the wall, you see their pictures together when they got married or they were young, younger, their, their kids are together. 
And that's a beautiful thing if you choose to do that. Now, for some of us, I don't know what's up. Come on now. Body ain't even cold yet, and you about to get married to somebody else. That's crazy. You know what I mean? But it takes all types. But like I said, if, if, if we had, we're not saying Kevin Samuels per se. We're saying that strong, male, upright, morally proper presence. Like he said, the parents meeting each other, if the parents are still alive and whoever raises them accountability, being prepared. You get that far. Even if sperm hits egg before there's marriage, you better get it together. Look, there's a young lady who worked in one of the restaurants I used to go to, and she used to see in my knapsack a tripod folded over. So she asked me, are you a photographer? I said, no, I do video, but I do a little bit of everything. And I handed her one of my cards, and she saw me again. She says, oh, my God, you do so much. So we started talking and she told me several weeks after that, that she had a dilemma and she needed to speak to me for advice because she saw some of the shows. I said, sure, you can call me. She says, is it okay with your wife? I said, yeah, it's okay. You know, look, my number is everywhere. So she called me one evening after work and she said, you know, I have a very strict father and I'm pregnant now. And my fiance, and she slipped in the middle of said boyfriend. We, we know what it is. He's willing to take care of our child. He's willing to marry me. We're both willing, you know, and we were feeling each other that way. But this happened, and now we have to be in the express lane because we want to do things right. Now, some people will say, oh, you know, we ain't got to do that. Whatever. Look. Commitment. When you drive that car off the lot, if you didn't pay cash for it, you have a car note. You have committed to paying that car note. When you get that mortgage and you committed to doing that, you know every month what your obligations are. It seems like these days, many of us just want the pleasure, but we don't want the responsibility that that pleasure can bring. And looking back, on my wild days, there would have been none of that. But at the same time, it made me who I am today to be able to speak on these things. And I'm saying that's the way to go. Because this time goes by quick. We know about the righteous soul ties. We just have to make the right choices. Lots of times, our vision when we're teenagers and in our 20s and sometimes in our 30s, some of us are different. You know, some of us don't know what to look for, don't know what to need. We don't even know ourselves. We got to take time to heal ourselves. Not to say everybody was traumatized, but the bottom line is coming into this world, you're going to feel some kind of trauma, even if you li lived a pristine childhood. I think my childhood was really, really great. I still had a thorn on my side in the form of my, my drug addicted brother. And I always wanted not a homo relationship, but I always love male relationships because it filled that void. So the creator brought to me many people just like, you know, my friend Kevin last night and, and Jack Griffin and Joe Neckbone and my friend Angelo, who I'm going to bring on. I talked to him the other day. I have a multitude of friends that have made up for that. 
But that's what hurt me. I wanted to have that brotherly relationship. So sometimes we don't even understand what makes us tick. Sometimes we don't understand the wiring under our mental, spiritual, and emotional hoods that may have been tangled for reasons that are not our own. But it's up to us to lift that hood and look up under it with that flashlight and figure out how it's tangled. And before we get caught up with anybody, we have homework to do to make sure that all of our cards are lined up. That's the preparation. But these days, young men are not taught how to be husbands, through example. And many young women are not taught to be wives by those female energies above them. And it doesn't mean you have to be just that. You can be a career woman, but you can be a good wife. You can be a man who works many hours, but still be a good husband and a good father and you a good mother. And when this, when this baton is passed on to you when you're no longer a child and you have the choice to say, you know what? I don't have to rush into anything I don't want to if it doesn't feel right. If you may not desire kids and want to get married at 45, fine. If you want to get married at 22, but you have your act together on the inside, there are some very mature people out here. Not that, if, not that you're immature if you want to wait a little longer. We are all individuals in the sum total of our total experiences in life that flavor our, our subconscious mind, that flavor our thought process, that flavor our emotional development. See, we all know how to talk to talk. We all know how to say the right things. But can we turn that wisdom around on ourselves and in our lives to prepare ourselves? Because it's no fun being alone. Sometimes you need to be, and it's not about fun. When it comes time to building this society today with the LGBTQ foolishness, with the transhuman foolishness, you see, with, 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 with pedophiles, bestiality, the drug addiction, the, 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 the being against the very institution of family. If you desire to have a family, you'll be ridiculed these days. These forces out here, these powers out here, these hierarchies out here are diametrically opposed to having a family. You ever go to the beach or maybe the woods on a windy day and you're trying to strike a match and light a fire, as soon as you strike it and you see the sulfur go away, ain't no flame because it's too windy. So you got to cup your hand and protect the flame so you can create the fire. These days you have to cup that hand and protect yourself and have those protecting you so you can develop in a way where we can not only just procreate because that's the easiest part and that's the fun part I always liked. But that's the problem. We like that part. But a lot of us shy away from building. I've seen some mighty families in my lifetime. You could see the parents. And I know he doesn't mind. My brother, Kevin Clark, and his name is always here. He was here yesterday. He doesn't mind. I won't say too much, but his father and his mother, God rest their souls, they created an empire. An empire. Yes, families don't always have a perfect situation. There's always one or two in the bunch. But for the most part, it was beautiful to see 
the respect that they had for each other. It was beautiful to see how they operated and how they looked out for each other and the brilliance came through. That is something that is much more rewarding, whether you realize it or not at a young age, but when you get to a certain age and you can say to your mate, look at what we created. Look at what came out of us. Look at what came out of love. Yeah, we had some rough times and, you know, maybe the D word came across your mind, but you quickly got rid of it. And you said, you know what? I'm going to forge forward. See, in this particular day and age in this society, we feel as though we have all of this time, which is a man-made feature. Shoot. I'm 60. My ass might be out of here. 80, 90, 100, five years from now. This is not the time to play with wasting time. That's why I got to buckle down and do what it is that I'm supposed to do on this earth even more so. And like a good boxing match and a good fighter knows you have to finish up your fight strong. So there's no doubt as to what decision you're going to get, that you're definitely going to get that win. But the frivolous leapfrogging from one situation to the next, each particular one that you leap into has less sweetness in it. This is why for it to be effective to catch your eye in a worldly mindset, it must have more of the lust factor. This is why we have the old men going after the younger girls that are a little too young, which it doesn't matter. Love has no age limit, but we know when it's just about that. And he's lying to you. You see, he done wasted himself all his life, spraying up in all these women's wombs, promising them all kind of love and commitment just to get to that point. And at the end of his life, he realizes that all of that that I did didn't add up to anything. Yes, the individual children more or less may have some type of relationship with him, but it's hard to keep up with a father when he's a rolling stone. So when you're on your deathbed, if you have the luxury of that deathbed and you look back, you realize that you would have done it a whole lot different. So when you're younger, don't just jump into a marriage, but realize that after so many, uh, may I say, failed relationships, if you just took a little time longer, got yourself together and made sure that that man, if you're a woman, or that woman, if you're a man, holds and possesses those attributes that you hold so near and dear, which should be in everybody's or on everybody's list. How am I, I going to disrespect you and you love me? How am I going to be coming in four and five in the morning, but I'm telling you that, that I love you? And you know, you know, you don't want to wash my underwears. You know that them juices down there, it ain't just mine. Women know. Even when they don't catch you, they know. So certain things should always be there. You shouldn't be expecting to take a short. Because if we go by the example by the woman here who's with me, who happens to be my wife, and the women here in the chat room with me who I, who I hold near and dear, if they're like that, then they don't come cheap. They are the best. And if you have their love on all levels, you better be the real thing. Anything short, keep stepping. And for the ladies who sometimes have a little hope and say, yes, you know, he's 85% there, but he has a problem with this, this and that. 
Let them take care of it. Listen, you got six months to take care of this character flaw that you have. You ain't working along with him and get married and hope five years. No, because if you mean something to him and your love, and I'm not just talking about the vaginal thing going on there. I'm talking about your heart, your dedication, the sense of ride or die, all of that. The booty and the titties, they, they weigh down on the list when you really look at the attributes of a real woman. And when it comes time to that, when they have those attributes, it makes it even sweeter when you wrap up in the bedroom and fall back and just, it's just so overwhelmingly sweet. But that's not the first and foremost thing on the list, brothers, because most women come with those attributes, all right? So it's got to be a whole lot more. And when you meet somebody who has those attributes embedded and saturated deeply in their being, not some superficial thing where, you know, I, I was the county hoe. Sorry to say it that way. And, 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 you know, I went to church and got saved. So I've been good for a week. Oh, no. Ain't that much Jesus in the world. Now, y'all know that. Mr. Skirv, am I talking your ears off? <laughs> Am I talking your ears off? I need you to come on in here you and just. Are, you are too much. <laughs> what, what, what did I do? <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, but um, when, you, when you really think about everything that is happening now, because I've seen people when we were growing up and, you know, when you ask them questions, how long you've been married? These people, some of them been married from the, they were 19 years old. And, and that marriage lasts for 50-something years and more, 60 years, because I have a sister right now, our parents in Jamaica, and our dad is like 90-something years old, and our mom is 80-something years old, and they've been married for many, many years and still going. And I tell you, you see this lady? She's a really a queen mother. She's a beautiful soul. Let me tell you something. When I say beautiful, beautiful inside and out. You know, you you just even talking to a person sometimes and don't even meet them. You can tell their spirit. I mean, so beautiful and caring. You know, make sure our husband is all right every morning. He get up, he get his fruits first, then he gets his breakfast. And still, at ninety something years old, he's going outside still planting the garden and reaping so many beautiful things from the garden right now. I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's just amazing. And now what I'm seeing is that, you know, a lot of brothers and sisters who call themselves, uh, they, they are Christian. I don't even know why that, all that I, I, I'm going to really have to research it, where this word come from about Christian. And because sometimes you don't want to say things that you don't, you know, really no, whatever. But I always say, you know, this thing called Christian. But you know, people say they are a Christian and they go into church and they know the commandment and they're following the commandments and and they're doing these things and they they have their wife in the church and you're messing with that other sister in the church. And come on now, you have a marriage. You you, you want to put your wife through stress or even the wife because I was listening to this the show where this lady was saying on there. She have a, a, her husband, but she have an excite piece. What the hell? You know, I mean, what kind of marriage? You know, ladies all know that we go through our, our phases, you know, in, in life. You know, we, we 
we get a lot of younger, you know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> things happen with body changes and all this stuff all this is happening to us. And uh, a man, we should be able to, to communicate with, with our husband or the husband communicate with us about what is going on with, uh, with us. And they should, they should love us, you know, even love us more. But a lot of men don't, and, and a lot of them go out of the marriage. When I was growing up, you don't see things. Yeah, people do things sometimes. You will see that happen, but not like how I see it happening now because the men, they more respect their wife. Nobody, not even their hands cannot crawl on their wife. Not, I mean, they they protect them. They protect their wife and they, they cherish them and they treat them with respect and love. And that's why these marriage last so long, you know. But now no one respect no one anymore. I'm telling you, you and your husband in the church and cheating in the church on you, and when you find out and crying and carrying on and all this stuff, and then next month you are going to the same pastor in the church um, talking about you are going to get divorced or you need counseling or whatever, and the counseling doesn't work because the pastor in the church doing the same damn thing because they don't give a damn. They're doing the same thing, and they're preaching to you and telling about commandment and, and if you um, fornication and all this garbage but they are doing the same darn thing. So why? That's why these people can do it. You see what I'm saying? Just like if you're in the home and you have the children and you're doing all this garbage and the children know that you're married to their father, but you're chasing some other man out there or their father chasing all these different women out there. And they, they go and do the same damn thing because they don't have no good example set for them in the home. So that's why these children is so wild and can do all these things what they want to do these days. It's different. Children used to scared, even standing on the corner talking to a boy. If you ever see an elderly coming or, or appear, you're gone. You, you disappear because you know, you know what you're going to get when you get home. It's a whole <laughs> different thing. No, it's a whole different thing. But now... The children are so bare-faced with everything. It's like I always say um, these children put um, post broke coconut in them eye. You know, like, I mean, they don't give a damn anymore. They they do whatever. Even if they see the parents come and parents say anything, some of them cuss the parents out too because there's no good example setting in the home. You see what I'm saying? So it, it, it's not going to work. And that's why we, we have to work on ourselves. We have to work on things. We have to make sure we know what we are doing when we're getting in these relationships. Yes. Uh, somebody said something about relationship. <laughs> I one time ago, we we're talking to somebody. They say that it is so funny, but I am telling you, we have to really start working on ourselves. Put all the fun and jokes that we have to work on ourselves. And first, ladies and, and gentlemen, we are bro our brothers and sisters, we have to start really loving ourselves. Start loving ourselves and start taking care of ourselves. Because you know what? Even though we um, go out there and meet someone and the person tell us that they love us and we tell them that they love us, but do you love yourself? Do you really love yourself when we tell other person that we love them and we care about them and all this stuff? You know, these are the things that we have to really work on ourselves and and protect ourselves and our children.
we have to do better with this. We, we have to leave this kind of legacy for our, 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 this generation, our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren so they can follow in this footsteps. This is what I saw my mom did. This was this is what I saw my granddad and my grandma do. You know, this is how they do it. This is this 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 is the right way legacy. to do things, you know? So it's 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 just amazing when you see a couple, you know, living that kind of lifestyle and it's, it's powerful, it's great, it's amazing. That, that's what we want, you know, and that's what we want to leave for her, our children and, and, and the children to come behind that. That's how that's how we're gonna um leave that kind of legacy. And when other people see it, let 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 the other people they see it. The other one them that hating on us and say we know good and all this stuff. But let's us start setting some example and doing the right thing. And when they see us doing this, I said, what? They are doing this? They, they are together for 50 years. They are together for 60 years. You know, let's do it right. Let's do what we need to do. Let's just start. Start something. Start from today. Say, so you know what? I need to fix myself. I need to start loving myself and caring about myself before I can even say, I'm going to, I want a husband or I want a wife. Let me start loving myself, taking care of myself, really, really loving myself, self-care, self-care, self-love. Do it that. When you start doing it, you say, yes, you know, this is what I want. This is who I am. Look on yourself and tell yourself how beautiful you are inside and out. Everything is good with me.
Everybody, sorry about that. You know, this is what happened. Let me know if you can hear me. It wasn't any secret agent type stuff. It wasn't any, you know, government type stuff, conspiracy theories. I'll tell you what it is. I'm a dodo sometime. I got so much on my mind. Let me know if you can hear me. Sound check, sound check. Let me just put it in the chat room just in case. You can hear me or not. I'm back, we're back. Mr. Skirv, I don't know what point that cut off, but it, um, let's see, let's see. Okay. All right, they can hear us now. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What happened was, <laughs> let me just say to Martha Roberts, who's on Facebook, but I'll pull her comments over here. And she says, the laws have tied the parents' hands where if and when you discipline your kids, they will remove your children from your home and arrest you for child, child abuse. Also, they teach your kids to call the authorities on you. You see how it is? They're against that original way. We, we made them, we raised them, but they want the kids to be undisciplined so they can be undisciplined adults. So they can arrest them and do what they have to do with them. You see what I mean? Thank you, Martha, so much. And thank you for all the things that you forward to me. A lot of times I'm so much running around, I don't have a chance to say thank you, but I'm going to say thank you here. And if you want to interact with those here who are on YouTube, just come over to YouTube uh, forward slash or YouTube.com forward slash Lance Curve. We have all the wonderful people here. I don't want you to feel lonely over there in Facebook land. Anyway, yeah, what what would happen while the sound is out right now, I went out earlier, is because, you know, I have a small internet module that I keep with me. And it's very small. It's, it's, it's much smaller than a pack of cigarettes, much thinner than that. That's really even a wrong comparison. What, what, what would you say this size, Mrs. Skirv, what, what that is? Very small, half the size of a cell phone, I'd say, right? In a weird way. So I take this with me and I have my power block with me to charge things up. And I leave it in the bag because a lot of times, like, we're going to run out, we come back, it never really goes out of the way. So, you know, we came home, I put it down, it was in my camera bag, but I didn't plug it up. So this whole time, the show was going off the rest of the power that was on. So while she was talking, I tried to open up another page to um, tag up one of the videos that we just did. And it said, no internet. I said, what do you mean no internet? We're on the show talking. Then I get back to the program page here, and it says no internet. I'm like, oh no, what happened? Did they do this to me again? And I was like, no, I forgot. So in this instance, yeah. But anytime the power goes out, you know that all you have to do is just wait a few moments and we'll be right back. But this one here was on me. But it was brilliant what you were saying, Mrs. Skurve. Continue on if you want to continue on. Because you got cut off. <laughs> huh? Like <laughs> you over there laughing. <laughs> you all right? Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you see somebody, they're all right, but then for some reason you think, oh, something's wrong. <laughs> she look, looked up and she was smiling. I know she's all right, but yeah. So that's the bottom line. You know, people say, well, marriage is not for me. Well, it's okay. At least by you admitting this, you're saving you and someone else a lot of heartache. Or maybe 10 years from now, that might be something you'll consider. But when you look out to the world, right? And we don't say you have to hurry up and get married just to get married because you can get married to a monster. That's even worse that you had good intentions in your heart 
And this person is attracted to you because of what they can get from you. But you don't know that because you're so bedazzled by the facade. And you both are in a sorry state of affairs. No, it's best to just not do it. If the pool is thin of what you can choose from, no, then you take your time because you've got to be certain. And even then in these days, it's so much different. Now, certain things have always been going on in the world and, of course, in our communities, but it's not like it is now. I mean, and I've said it before, you know, back in the 50s, 60s, maybe part of the 70s, the biggest thing with a woman now, you know, she would ask, listen, you know, you seem to be interested in me. Are you married? A lot of guys, no, <laughs> would say no. They want to ride it until the, 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 to the, to the, to the tires blow out, right? So you catch them. Then you know to back up from that. Some say, well, you're married or you're not married. Do you have any children? Some men hide that too, right? So you got to kind of figure out what this person's all about. They could be honest, right? But time will always tell, especially when they allow you into every part of their life, every category of their life. They have no hesitation. You know, they always want to meet up somewhere in public or at your place, right? But they never want to bring you to their home, bring you to their house or their apartment. Why? Why don't I know where you live? There's a reason for that, right? So not that you're stupid. Don't make it, make, don't let any man, I'm speaking to the sisters too. Now we know some females lie, but I'm speaking to the sisters. You're not snooping. You are a prize. And, and if you're going to give away your love, your time, your all the years you spent working on yourself, you just don't throw yourself at anybody like that. You got to make sure before you sign the dotted line. And if they seem to have something to hide, you approach them and like, listen, A, B, and C, this is what it is. It doesn't look right to me. I cannot move forward in this if I'm not 100% sure of the situation. But now it's even worse. Sisters have more questions to ask. And that question is, do you mess with men? And of course, most of the time, they're going to say no. See, in the LGBTQ, elemental P community, whatever it may be now today, because they're snatching letters left and right, they defend a lot of decadence. To each his own, do what you do. But there are a lot of download brothers out here hurting innocent victims. And I drew a picture about that. It's on landscurve.com in the artwork section. And I did a play on words. The download brothers are hurting innocent victims. Well, you take the first letter off of those three words, hurting innocent victims. I'm going to do a T-shirt on that because they want to defend all this rainbow stuff. But there are brothers out here who are lying to the women who adore them, to the women who want to move forward with them in life and in marriage and everything. And they hold on to that secret viciously like they can't i mean how are you going to use this woman like that if your passion is having a penis in your mouth and you a man why you want to bring a woman into that now i know there's a lot of women who are into that growing more and more yes i told you about that they're getting more just as corrupted as the men are but whatever you do be real be real 
Just be real. But we have so many people these days more than ever before. Man, let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? You know, the way I gets down, I keeps it real. Wipe the sperm off your mouth before you go home to your wife. Real, huh? It's too much deception. So I can understand why there are many men and women who don't want to be bothered, but don't let that stop you because the agenda of today is against the family, is against marriage. Because, I mean, when you start having a family and you, you try to get into that commitment of marriage, and you have, that's a glue. That's the good glue. Your wife is supposed to whip you and have you walking around the world with blinders, prepaying your speeding tickets, you know, because you know you're going to speed to get home. You speed and getting home. The cops don't do nothing. Oh, you paid, paid for it already all the rest of this week because he has a good wife and he wants to go home. Why can't you have it all at home? Have it all there. Here, right here, my dear. I don't got to look no more. <laughs> Barry White. He was the best at expressing those feelings. I got what the world is looking or searching for. Here, right here, my dear. I don't got to look no more. When a man has it all under the one roof and he ain't got to think about nothing on the outside. That is bliss. And you must be applauded, sisters, those who can captivate that man like that to have his mind and his heart on lock. And it ain't just one aspect. It ain't just a sexual thing. It ain't just a cooking thing or cleaning thing or an intelligent and educated thing or a wisdom thing. It's all of those things combined and whatever is needed for that moment. One day this week, I'm going to have a show. How, what, what would I call it? It's going to be during the week. I want to tell some man subconscious secrets. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. On really and truly, and it sounds shallow. And it's not like you have to whip a man, like I'm going to whip you until you marry me, but we know the term. But whipping is not just about sex, but to really wrap yourself around him. Now, if he's willing and this is what he wants, go all out. But the problem is with most of us, we're all afraid of going all out for the person that we're with. Well, why not? Why are you going to half-ass it? You got the person already. Why are you going to half-do it? Because it might not work out. Well, if you're thinking that way and you pull away, you're going to leave the door open for it to not working out. Because you got to understand, men and women, there are sharks out here. And if it appears to be where you have a halfway decent good thing, shoot, they're going to slip in on the door and try. They may not get through, but they're going to try. They're going to try. And bring more disruption. Because they don't give a damn about you and your marriage. All they want to do is treat your marriage like the junkyard car and go in and get the hubcap that they need for their car. They want to take from what you have and bring it on into their life and don't give a damn about you. That's right, Martha. He was seeing the truth. <laughs> You're the first. You're the last. My everything. A lot of people were saying, you know, there was a year back there where I think it was in the mid-70s, right? 
and um, what was the name? Uh, uh, not the Sound Soul Orchestra, but the, but the, it was an orchestra of Barry Barry White, and he always had that sound to him in the background. Do 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 do. You could hear that. You could know Barry White was somewhere. I had a joke. <laughs> We're joking because of the music, right? You know that Barry White was around when you heard that music. I said, listen, if you ever went into the bathroom after Barry White, you'd smell something, you'd hear that music because he, he left his presence there. <laughs> but there was a year when they had an award show. Michael Jackson was there. He was hot. Barry White was there. He was hot. And um, Michael Jackson swept up all the awards. And Barry White was visibly pissed off because he knew he had to get some of them. I don't think he got maybe one or none. And, you know, we didn't have social media back then, but in all the magazines that came out, you know, there were little mentions of that, you know, sometimes on the page six, there were little mentions, little hints because they couldn't come out like they do now. They hinted at it. You know, Barry White didn't look too happy after the awards. You know what I mean? So that's how they said things because it didn't come out as scathing. You know what I mean? But he exemplified that feeling. And from the passion that he had, and I'm going to say this to the men and to the women, you don't have to have a picture-perfect body. That really doesn't exist. Yes, it can be where some of us are genetically gifted. I'm saying all this for a reason. Because now everything is so stringent that we feel below par because we don't look like the Instagram models. We don't look like as men, the bodybuilders. And after I stopped bodybuilding, I, I, I still got phobias about my body because I was deep into it. But I have less now because I know how much of a chemical warfare game that is with the women also. So when you see these airbrushed beauty covers, photoshopped in the studio with the right lighting, and then they touch it up after you can't compete against that. Now, I'm not saying you can't look good. But if you saw some of those models when they walk away, how they look, how gangly they look, how weird some of them look, but they dress them up to look a certain way, and you feel less than up to par because you're competing with something that's artificial, airbrushed, photoshopped, makeup, you are beautiful as you are. You don't have to starve yourself down to come down emaciated where you're missing your period. You're powerful and can bring life in this world if you choose to. And when you see a mother holding her child, breastfeeding her child, that's the most beautiful sight you'd ever want to see in the ultimate connection. One of the, one of the ultimate connections, because you know man with woman, that's one of them, but woman with child. That's another one. And that's what the enemy doesn't want to see. And if he sees that, then he better be the one in charge as the state, giving you Section 8, giving you wick, giving you all of these different things while your man is in jail because he doesn't have a job because they don't give jobs. We got to think above that. So it's going to take a lot of discipline for us to bring back our families together in the future and change those statistics that are starving now and not like the way they used to be back in the 50s and 60s when we were having such a rough time in the civil rights movement. Isn't that something? 
We were having such a rough time at that time. And we had what we had was the heaven on earth to come home to. And they figured out that that's what's holding us up. That's what held us up during slavery as much as it could because they ripped our families apart. And so they realized we're not just going to come at them on the front end. We're going to have the conditions in their communities to break them down and act like we have nothing to do with it, create the problem and offer the solution. That thin thread of welfare, Section 8, WIC, you know, or the EBT. There are people who need that. Seriously, yes, they take a fall. They need that. But it has become too much of a culture and normalcy for us because they're soon going to cut all of that out. They don't love us, and I'll say it every single show. The day they offer us reparations, count on the next day for the dollars to drop. You okay, Mr. Scurf? Oh, she dozing on me. No, I'm not <laughs> I just did it to make you uh, make you say something. That's right. And you're right, mixed genre. A lot of women have not figured out the game yet. You see what I mean? Doesn't mean you aren't valuable or attractive. That's not just the man or woman for you. Exactly. 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 And we run it around hard feeling less when, when you have that real attraction. And that real energy that has nothing to do on Madison Avenue or the fashion district. When two people come together and really see an energy that they want to have and join with for the rest of eternity, even though they say till death do us part, but that doesn't pertain to us because we don't die, we transition, so it's a forever thing. There's no way when you truly, truly, truly are connected Somehow, somewhere, you're always going to be connected. Why would they call it soul ties? See, we hear soul ties, and we, we, we speak on the soul ties that we shouldn't have with the people that we laid with. But what about the righteous soul ties? That's a beautiful thing. You want to be tied. Imagine you're somewhere on a boat far out in an ocean, and a storm is coming. Waves 50 feet high. You don't want to get torn apart from the person you're with. You're going to tie each other together somehow with the little floaties or whatever so you can survive this thing. And when you're washed ashore, you're washed ashore together. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. There was one person that I knew they would say this about their mate, that their love was so deep. And it was different what they said. And they, they, she simply said about her and her man, Two bodies, one casket. Now, we know it's not going to play out like that usually. But imagine, symbolically, it may not mean anything after we're out of here. But if you have that mentality in life, could you imagine the life that you can have together? Two bodies, one casket. Sounds a little gory. See? But when you think about it, that we're going to live together, we're going to be together on all levels together as much as our creator allows us. Anyway, yes, I'm missing all this good stuff in the chat room. Just want to know if anybody wants to come on in and say anything. We will open up the lines. This is a lot earlier than usual. (laughs) 
if I'm up later on, I might pop in and say something, you know, because this is way earlier. Y'all got used to me coming in extra late, but I was so glad that we got our mission accomplished today. And I have some things to put up, as you know, Master Glam, right? And to work on and some of this footage and it's just so beautiful. And I love the work that I do. And I love the fact that you all enjoy it. It keeps me going. I got to 60 years old and don't know what a midlife crisis feels like. And it just, I'll never know. <laughs> There's always something dangling in front of me, a carrot, you know, and I'm running for it like a rabbit. So I'm all good. Yes. Oh, let me see here. Lavinia, how are you? Lavinia Lewis, how are you? I, I um, <laughs> thank you, Master Glam. She said, Lance, we're always waiting for you no matter what time. And, and that's my dedication. And there will be times where I may lay down and fall out. But regardless, I walk with you all, all day long. And I think of the conversations that we can have and what we can share information-wise. And it's a beautiful thing. And it was mentioned earlier how so many YouTubes are agents and they only want to talk about why they don't need the black woman and the black woman not needing the black man and everything that's there to tear down the black family. And we speak about these things now, but we go in with surgical precision. We don't go in the way others go in to make it one big argument, but we try to clarify what is happening in our world and in the world and how it affects us in our world. You see? So if anything we share here, you know, helps you, fine. Pass it along. Share it. I don't have to get credit for it. You throw that good energy out there, we'll always come back to you. We don't own it, but we possess it and we flow with it while we have it. But the energy will always continue to go on. And if it's positive energy and you're positive, you'll always be attached to it. So you will have nothing to worry about. A lot of people out here talk positive and they're only using that to get either more hits or notoriety or status. But we live this. And I'm here with my beautiful black wife. I ain't got to hide nothing. I know YouTuber out here walking around with something else and trying to talk black. I'm going to say it that way. I'm not part of any organization that moves in secrecy. We don't do that. In transparency, we move. That's why I can tell you all of my business when we're going out to get those electric wires, right? <laughs> but there was something else I wanted to say. I keep forgetting. Yeah, but um, you're right. And what better way for the evil ones, for the locusts to push their agenda to break us down, but to break us down on a psychological level and have YouTube and be in conjunction with them to destroy us. They don't have to shoot us up. They still do but they put these wicked thoughts in our mind that we don't need each other. And they get people who look like us to have these platforms and, and make it almost for the lower vibrational people entertaining. And they think it's something simple and they're sucking this thing in. Oh, that damn last girl. He, you know, he old now, you know, he boring. He be talking that boring stuff. I understand. I'm not mad at you. You know, I mean, not everybody's going to want to refrain from junk food. But after a while, you'll see what it is that it does to you. Then you might want to come on around and eat something healthy. Plus, I'm not corny anyway. <laughs> if you really come around, you're like, no, man, that guy crazy. He says some crazy stuff. But I will put a little seasoning on the meal. But this is done every day, every day with no script. You get a thought going on. You think about it a little bit. And the pencils and papers in front of me for drawing and not for writing bulleted points to tape up to make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking from experience. 
And I haven't experienced everything. I can't speak on everything. But it's been a whole lot. And if we, you share with what you have and we share what we have together and I share and all those here, whether you know a lot about it or a little bit, bring what little you have. Like folks back in the day in the neighborhood that may have been poor for a while. One person brings the collard greens. The next person brings the chicken. The next person brings the peas and rice. Next person makes a big garbage can, brand new garbage can, not no used garbage can. Think of lemonade, iced tea. Got to keep the cover on it, though. Don't want no flies in there. Somebody knows how to make the sweet potato pie. And instead of you eating sweet potato pie and nothing else and me eating rice and nothing else and the next person having a couple pieces of chicken and nothing else and the collard greens and the lemonade, the iced tea, we bring it all together and we have a full meal. And while we're eating and nutrition hits our veins, we can figure out how to not be broke the next day collectively because we have a unified mind. But you can have all the amenities of luxury around you, but if your mind is not unified, you'll never come together because it's got to be through thick and thin, ego-free. Yes, we have egos. We are to use our ego properly. I have ego. I believe in myself. I know in myself. I used to go to bodybuilding competitions like, yo, it's time for me to start getting this first place trophy. I then got fifth and fourth and third and second, but I knew, and I wasn't dumb either. I knew when I was going to get third. <laughs> I'm not delusional. But when I saw what I did, I'd take it back to the gym and say, you know what? I want to change my body naturally. And when that next competition comes in three months, those same guys that beat me while they're out there eating the pizza and the junk and drinking and half training, I ain't missing a day. So this is where my work ethic comes, even before that from young. You can do anything you want to do. You just have to commit to it and stick it through. The same with marriage. At first, you better make sure you both are real and have those attributes because you can't build something solid off of a weak foundation. But once you know you got that strong foundation and you have the same attitude, the same desires, the same goals or similar goals that, that you, no matter what it is, you've got to work together as a team. There will be forces coming at you. See, when you have that foundation and you're building the house and you put the roof on, when that hurricane comes, it might try to knock that roof off. You better be ready for that. It might happen, might rip it right off, but you got to get right back when the weather gets back and rebuild. So your structure has to be solid. There are things that you are not going to have allow happen. You're not going to put each other in certain situations. You got to be able to see and cover each other's back. Because there'll be those forces that come at you to bust you up and take from you what you have for their purposes. Anyway, I'm going to drop the link in there. Anybody want to come in? I see Sister Lavinia there. I don't know if she, she heard Lily Fire, but Lily Fire's right here. Anybody want to come in and say hi or whatever, but we will do the chat conference after. Yes. And I'll put that, I'll put that banner up. So you can see it and get the number. If you prefer to call that, then do so even from now, because <laughs> I'm going to wrap this down right, right now. But I just want to see if anybody wants to come in. Yes. And you're so right, McShonra. You have to be able to regroup after a hardship. 
and assess what has happened and understand the variables what brought you to that point after you know during that hardship so it can never happen again now it might be another one or another type but you definitely want to be strong you got to learn from those situations go to it what happened how did it happen you see those ants that, that are building the anthill as soon as if some foot just knocks it down they go right back to building it up again they'll say oh man man i can't do this no more man i'm all messed up i can't do this no more <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and yes, I do see your uh, email, uh, your message, Master Glam. No audio came on when the audio went off. Yes. So yes, this is the number. If you want, you can go to landscurve.com and click on that number in the center below a little bit. It will take you straight to the conference call line. You don't have to call. No matter where you are in the world, you can get on there toll free. It's like going to another website and it'll offer you, do you want to call or do you want to just go right on in? So that's, it's a good thing for everybody. So I'm going to wrap this down. Mr. Scurry, if you're over there chilling, she got caught. She put her headphones on. She's watching the video. <laughs> she said, I don't know when you're going to stop talking. You just keep talking. <laughs> oh, no. That's okay. the joke. You talk too much. <laughs> I'm getting ready to see y'all know how she does you know but what, yes, what time is it yes. now 9 27 p.m Accra time give or take a minute or two 9 31 9 yes. 20, and she you know she get ready to go to bed you're <laughs> if you weren't here if i wasn't here talking with you and you were you would have been in bed already yes i, I would. know i would have been i know you know just but i just want to um send some love to the brothers and sisters and lavinia lewis is here too Sister lavinia. lavinia it's good to see you in the chat how you are you doing how your husband the family i hope y'all are doing well and to all the brothers and sisters there hope you are doing great uh, much love to you all and stop um thank you for stopping by and you know hope to see you all soon yeah, so just big up yourself and, and we'll come back and see y'all soon. Take care now. Just want to say to Mick Sharma, yes, we can. We can talk about that. We'll probably do it during the week, you know, maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We're going to do something tomorrow. Um, we have a little run to make out tomorrow, so we'll probably come on around the same time, maybe a little earlier, but then we may shock you with something else, but we won't say right now. And uh, Lavinia Lewis said, we are doing great. She said, get your rest, queen. Because Mrs. Skirb is not near the chat room. She's all one day by the couch. So I got to kind of relay the messages over. But we'll do, definitely do that. And I'll look over some things. And, and I'm, I don't have to research, but I'm just saying I'll look over some things to see what I'll say. And I'll allow anybody else to come in and speak their mind on, on, on abortion. Like I said, there's no topic that's out there that I'm afraid to talk about. I will talk about anything. I dare anybody to say, okay, I just don't make something up now. But I'm just saying, if you really want to talk about it, I'm not refusing. You know, there's no political angle here. There's no religious ideology where I can't talk about. I'm just that dude who you can come and talk to about anything without restraint and without having to hesitate. Shoot from the hip and I give it to you raw each and every time. I just want to thank you all for being here. So I'm going to... um. Get ready to go. I'm going to head over to, that, to the conference line for a little while. It was wonderful last night. 
you know, folks, you know, got a little tired after a while. I listened to it and whatnot, but it was cool, you know, and, and just make sure when you come on in that your phone is working right. We can hear you clear. If you're not talking, just mute your phone because a little bit of background noise, if you're not talking, is really loud. But if you do have the roosters and the chickens behind you, mix, mix uh, genre faves, <laughs> bring them on in because we love you and we love them too. So that's not a problem. So I'm going to wrap this down. I'm going to play a couple songs and um, I'll see you in the conference line. Much love. She wanna know me, I stay low-key, all gas, no breaks, baby, let them hoes sleep. Body on to make your girl OD. I get in my way, never out of my lane. Feel like you the one and I'm on one. So what it's gonna be? Baby squad up, we finna go deep. Riding on a team, got what you need. Baby, won't you keep me company? Right now, I 
Happy Mother's Day, everyone. We will do a Mother's Day show tomorrow. Time to be announced. But thank you so much. I love you all so much. And uh, just you're in my heart and it, you, your presence is making a difference in my life. Seriously, I've been through a lot and I never knew home would be this type of configuration, but this is home for me. And I want to thank you for making a house a home. Yes, Mrs. Skirv does a wonderful job, but this is like having perfect neighbors. And I love you for that. I'll talk to you in a little while. I'm going to take a 10 minutes and straighten some things out. And I'll be right in the conference call room. Enjoy until I get there. Peace.